This is your king, baby duck, Evan Borgo, the host of the No Borders, No Race podcast show. Every other Tuesday, you can hear the hottest J-pop and alternative music around. Plus, I give my thoughts on many aspects of the pop culture world, all with a pure Bostonian perspective. That's No Borders, No Race, only on BostonBastardBrigade.com, where great music of many genres come together as one. Wash your hands, avoid sick people and touching your face. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. We are strong and we'll get through this together, but these are stressful times. Reach out to someone, connect with your friends, and know that you are not alone. Visit wearebroadcasters.com slash hope. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and the nation. Hey everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everybody, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 461. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ron Mess. I'm Ari Rockefeller. There you go. I just realized that the friggin' microphone was still muted because, I, because I'm a friggin' idiot. No, this... The accidents happen. Don't even sweat it, dude. So, <laughs> I'm Mako-chan. And I'm Ichigo Gami. I totally know that unmuting yourself is key to actually being heard. Uh-huh. Yup. That's totally something I wouldn't do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I looked oh, at my God. image on the podcast, you know, on, a, on a Twitch screen for like five seconds and saw the microphone you know, pointed up. I'm like, wait, I'm not. Uh, wait, I'm still muted. Yeah, because it's one of the flip ones, right? Where when it's up, it's up, and when it's... Yeah. yeah. No, that's totally... That's such a pain, but, I mean, they're nice mics because they keep room sounds to the, to the you know, yeah. minimum, but at the same time, it's like, blah! Unfortunately, Theo, I'm sorry, I can't make these go rainbow. They're old school, so they're just green, but I hope that my evil queen repping makes you happy in the chat. I mean, the tech- Maybe Corsair will come up with the, you know headphones like headphones are supported like that you can set them to go with whatever color combination you want they do well i i know that they do already i know that brookstone i think released some that were rainbow and there are some out there that do do the rainbow undulation and i think even will thump with music but i got these second hand and they were another set um that i got second hand and i had ooh and i had my um other set that's purple so i have parts where i could make them purple and green but in general um unfortunately they are not rainbow so and, that's okay though. and corsair does make rgb enabled uh headsets they won't look fancy like that but you can make them glow and all that cool stuff like I have like a semi-decent theme here going for my keyboard, mouse, and the uh, fans on here. I have, and I, I've been playing around with a couple. There's, I'm working on a, a Johanny uh, color scheme, so I just gotta get around to actually finishing it. But anywho, hello, hi, welcome everybody. And <laughs> <laughs> um, who is that in the far corner over there? Uh, where? You! On mine? You didn't introduce yourself. <laughs> 
I did. You did? I did introduce myself. Yeah, I yeah, said, I'm did. Ichigo Gami. And then I went to talk about the uh, headset. So. There you go. That's yeah, she did. Yeah, I, I was like, like I ghosts? Oh, shit. No. That's for a haunted podcast. That's for later. Um, no, no. Let, let's be real. If a ghost came into any of our houses, like two minutes in, the ghost would pack their luggage and be like, I'm not dealing with this shit. I'll see y'all later. <laughs> if the ghost was going to come into any of our houses, you know it would be mine. And the ghost it was like, the I, this is too were much. mine. This, the, no, the ghost will come in. The demon will stick his head out like, get out while you still have a chance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Damien would be there ready to attack. Yeah, right. Sure. He's too damn lazy to do that. Or he'd be like, mm, ghost scrubs. I love ghost scrubs. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, let's get into the business. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Anywho, we are live here a week of July 20th, 2020, right here on Twitch TV. Uh, you can find us every week here, Tuesdays from 9.30 to 11 at Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session. And we're also hosted by the amazing people carried by the amazing people at the Voice of Geeks Network. You can find them at uh, ne- no, Twitch TV slash Vogue Network. They kick things off on Sundays with the Bobby Blackwell Show and Orange Lounge Radio. So, anywho, how is everybody doing tonight? Meh. Eh. Full of snacks and food. So, okay. Mm. Better than okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I was kind of hungry going to the store earlier, so I picked up a package of, of like smokehouse almonds and i'm like only normally this whole thing is done by the time i get home Mm -hmm. i'm sitting on the subway i totally forgot i had to i look down i'm just like i'm gonna be that one asshole who takes their mask off to eat i know it's such a hard thing nowadays you have to make the decision between being a social pariah and fulfilling those snack needs no you do uh, is you you pour them into the mask and you just like held like a feed bag that reminds me of the hoodies that people would wear backwards to sneak popcorn into the theater (laughs) oh i just can't i just uh grease inside cloth i wouldn't even do that i used i look I throw the snacks in my book bag and throw a sheet on top of it so when they do the quick bag check they don't see it <laughs> I mean, I only ate some of them and I left the rest here because normally I will buy a snack, have it something to have during the show, so it's still sitting here. I'm probably not even gonna end up touching it, so, so I'm still kind of full from from dinner. So you know, mm. anywho, we're gonna go around the room. Uh, hold on one second. We're we're gonna get rid of something right real quick. Thank you. We don't mind people coming in, hanging out, and participating with us, but if you're going to shamelessly advertise something, at least make the grammar look semi-passable. That's it. That's all I ask for, but, you know. And, you know. Say hi first. Don't be a bot. (laughs) Because I think that that's what that was. It was. Wow. I mean, not for nothing, though. If they had come on and said, hi, I love you guys, by the way, here, I'd be happier. I'd still ban them, but yeah. I'd be happier. Yeah, exactly. Account created 11 hours ago. There you go. I mean, At least try and schmooze us. Exactly. And as Bob Coffee says, look like a bot, smells like a bot, I think it's a bot. Yep. I mean, make it possible. I mean... Even if you liked our like our Twitch stream, at least do that. you still get banned, but, you know, we'd appreciate the like. <laughs> Please tell me somebody clipped that. 
Also, you can find us on Discord. Uh, you can find us at vognetwork.com slash Discord. And basically, all the shows that are part of the Voice of Geeks Network has a, a chat room there. So come in, hang out, have a good time. Um, I'm generally in there, and it's been kind of quiet, so come by, you know? And I'm actually going to check right now again, and, you know, it, it is quiet. So the last thing in there, somebody's complaining about saying there was an issue with the volume. I do hope that the volume is working now for that person. So I, I appreciate you bring, bringing that to my attention. Anywho, let's move right along with how was your week, how was your day? Ari, kick it off. Uh, well, I wasn't on the show last week since I was working. It was the uh, evening shift, which, you know, since I'm a you know supervisor now, I get rotating shifts, which uh, also, you know, I'd be like overnight or day or evening. And, uh, well, I, it changed every week, which means, I mean, like they're, like each uh, week period is uh, different for what shift I'll be on that week, but I get a big... Uh, you know, calendar for the next seven weeks of what I'm going to be working. That's what shift bad. I'm going to be working. I still have to call in every day and ask where I'm going because I'll go anywhere between uh, between close to me and, uh, I forbid, all the way up to the Meadowlands if it gets really bad enough. I'm, my thing is, I mean, why should you have to call? They should just text you, like, go to well, because exit. I'm also you know, what's called a vacation reserve or division reserve because... Mm-hmm. I'm one of the newer ones. I don't. I, I have the least seniority, and I have no. I have no say as to what it would you know exit I'm stationed at. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying they should just text you like go to this exit. You know, report to that exit. You know. Also, if somebody calls out at the last second, I may end up getting my orders changed on the fly. So. There's Gotta love that. managerial life. <laughs> they actually passed a law in New York State where if that happens, you have to give 24-hour notice, and if the person and you cannot penalize the person, they can't if they can't cover the ship. Hmm. Interesting for New York. Does Jack squat in Jersey? Uh, I've worked at this one place, you know, where I was shoveling, uh, shipping out, setting up computers for the school district. There were people that were telling me, yeah, they couldn't handle, they couldn't make it for a shift for any reason on a certain day. Their hours got cut right across the board. I'm just like, that blows. Especially when some yeah. of us have to get up, be out the door by five thirty in the morning to get there by seven thirty. So you know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and uh, well, I was also my last, you know, paycheck as a, as a, as a normal collector, and mm. next week I'll get. You know the manager pay, which was I'm looking forward to that being so much better. Is it hourly or straight pay? It's a salary this time, okay. but you still get paid overtime. <laughs> yeah, and considering I work 13 overtime hours in two days, yeah, I'm gonna need. I'm gonna be looking real forward to it. And other than that, it's just been work, staying home. You know, trying not to let the ennui of the world around me, you know, completely crumple me up into a little ball, that sort of thing. Trust me, I, I, I know that feeling all too well. Be- believe you me. So, yeah, that's how things have been going for me. Mako-chan, how was your week? How was your day? Sucks. Oh, do <laughs> tell. Well, um, so, Sunday, my tooth cracked. Oh. Mm. And then yesterday I went to the dentist, you know, in an emergency kind of thing and went, hey, can you pull this? 
And they looked at the tooth and they poked at the tooth and said, well, it needs to come out, but we can't do that. You have to go to the oral surgeon. The oral surgeon's only in once a week. So my whole thing was, why didn't you tell me that when I made the appointment? So, of course, the oral surgeon's in on Tuesday. So I go in today and basically the oral surgeon looked at it and poked at it and went, yeah, it needs to come out. Here, sit with the billing department and go over your options. And the only thing going through my head is they couldn't have done that yesterday. Yeah, and then you also said that there were, like, you were booked for, like, the first shot, and then they had, like, four other people booked in front of you or something like that? Yeah. um, What? So they open at 9 o'clock, and when I walked in, there were three people ahead of me. Um, So, you know, that's a lot of people for right when they open at 9 o'clock. But, yeah, so I had to... Because, you know, doctor's office, they make you go outside and wait in your car now um, instead of actually doing anything. Um, They'll even set up everything, um, like make you go out to the car, sit down, basically set up the room and then come right back in. Uh, It's a little weird, but, you know, understandable. I get it. So I was basically out in the car for 15 minutes came inside saw the oral surgeon not even for five minutes and then had to wait for the biller and then sat with her longer than i sat with the dentist today and the dentist yesterday combined because money talks and bullshit walks basically my my broken tooth like broke like a decade or so ago and it's still just you know slowly eroding because I haven't been able yeah. to get it fixed I mean I'm I'm lucky that it was on a tooth that I th- this is the same tooth that I had root canal two years ago um, when I first started this job that I have now mm-hmm. so that was you know happy anniversary <laughs> that's one hell of an anniversary just so. yeah it's like, oh, yeah, by the way, uh, you know, yesterday I luckily had already taken off from work. So getting into the dentist at whatever time they wanted me to get in was fine. So once I had to make the appointment for today, I had to, you know, I text messaged my boss and said, uh, hey, by the way, I have to go to the dentist. So then I walked in today after all of that um, and walked in like ridiculously late because of everything. So then I had to put in for my hours today, and then I had to take off next Tuesday, and I really didn't want to take off next Tuesday, because I really would have rather have taken off the day after I got my tattoo in August, and now that's not going to happen. Oh yeah, did I mention I'm getting a new tattoo? <laughs> no, you didn't oh, yeah. mention you're getting a new tattoo. What yeah, else? I'm getting a new tattoo. And as Bob Coffey says, you know, if we had this magical thing called universal health care, we wouldn't have to worry about this kind of stuff. And you're right. We wouldn't have to worry about this kind of stuff either if more people gave a shit about dental insurance. Um, Because even most insurances that you get through work, uh, their dental is crap, which is what I'm dealing with. It's not actually true dental insurance. It's a discount insurance. Well, I mean, I've never, I've actually actually had dental insurance, you know, I've actually had that, so, and, and I'm actually paying for dental insurance now, because 
when I had to go. Well, through... so am I, but it's not insurance insurance. It's discounted. No, mine is actual insurance. <laughs> like, like when I had to have these teeth pulled a couple of years back, I just had to throw in a copay and be like, that was it. Okay, done. I just remember one place I, had, I, I got my tooth pulled. They were trying... You know it's bad when the private practice is trying to sell you electric toothbrushes and you and you already have one, you know? And you know the one that they're going to sell you, which retails for 25 at Target, they're selling for 55 you know? And I mean, I and I get it, but I'm like... Well, that's just dentist's office trying to sell you crap. They really don't care what toothbrush you use. Because trust me, when they say, hey, you need to do this and you need to do it better, they really don't care. Because when you don't do it, you're in there giving them more money. Mm, it, I mean, it depends. But when it comes to the whole... I, I feel you on the whole tooth being pulled. Because I think it was two years back. I, I actually go. I actually went to uh, NYU Dental. And I'm like, you know what? For what I need... To, that needs to be done. I can't get over to... I'm just going to go here... And I think I paid $250-$300 for them to sit down and pull two teeth out and clean it all up. Because I because I could not find a place readily that handled my insurance. They took I just had to pay that. And the downside is it's also a teaching school. But you know what? Where else are they going to learn? So there I am from nine o'clock to like one o'clock and then I go to work and my manager's yelling at me like you shouldn't even be here today <laughs> yeah that's why I took next Tuesday off so I actually went home and I got and I got paid for that day I was like you know what you're right you're right I was like well I'm just being loyal and he's like there's a difference between being loyal and taking care of yourself so Right now, I'm, I'm trying to figure out who can I go to for new glasses. And I still got to go see a dentist for a follow-up since these boys were removed. But continue. Sorry. Anyway, that's that's basically been my week. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, this is not the podcast tonight if you have dental fears. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Let let yeah, no. I, I deal with that enough. <laughs> warning, warning. Went, no, no. I went I I Jack off was with me. Um drove from when I like cuz when I was going to college, um he was hanging out with me that weekend. So, I had an appointment that Saturday that I had to come home for. So, I drove with him all the way home. And had to get all four of my wisdom teeth pulled. Oh. And freaking Jack off here decided that, you know, it would be an amazing idea to pop on Weird Al. Freaking cavity search. So here it is, me driving to the dentist for them to remove all four of my wisdom teeth at the same time. And he pops on Weird Al. <laughs> about teeth drilling. <laughs> Jesus. And then when she came out here, I told her to say cheese, and I took a picture. Yeah. Which, that picture is somewhere on my Facebook, so. 
Yeah, and then he was calling me the godfather the rest of the weekend <laughs> because I had the gauze in my mouth and it was all puffed out. <laughs> He's really lucky I did not make him walk his ass home. I think I found a wisdom tooth story about as bad as mine. Oh yeah, mine was really fun. You know, actually having them removed until they turned on the laughing gas enough that I actually forgot about it. Because it wasn't high enough. And then all of a sudden the dentist is like, hey, this isn't high enough and turns it. And that was the end of it. See, I have never had the laughing gas. They just stuck a needle in it. It's going to pinch for a second. I'm just like, oh, I'm already here. You know, and next thing you know. Yeah, that. Yeah, it's like, like count backwards from 100. Like 199, 98. And then I woke up with like 98, 97. Yeah, no, I, I, I kind of miss that. I really wish they would up. do that. I really wish they would give me laughing gas for all of it. And And it's not what it sounds like because while some people get really really stupidly stoned and laugh their asses off on it um, I just got really giddy and smiley and you know me that kind of broke me and the world <laughs> which I guess explains the rest of everything going on and why you I had my I'm sorry I'm sorry I smiled and I broke and I had is... mine taken out on a whim and this is why she cosplayed Mandy from Grim Adventures. Was this like a double dog dare, Ari? Like, no, no, no. My sister had a had a lot of problems with her wisdom teeth, and my mom just decided, "Hey, while you're here, let's have his ripped out too." I mean, it's not a bad idea. I mean, I didn't get mine out until after I got out of college, but was, and but there was no problem with mine at all. I mean, if it's gonna cause like. In like uh, overcrowding, then it's better. No, they were it just like, here are these no... extra great teeth. We're just gonna take these from you. And I was also, I had also injured my leg at wrestling, so I was in a in an immobilizer that covered like most of my right leg. And when I was loopy from the anesthetic, my mom just was, you know, demanding I follow her because I wasn't moving fast enough for her. I could barely stand at that point. It's a very contentious issue with me I, that I still have. Wow. That, 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 that's just a flagrant foul and a half right there. I'm sorry. I mean, yeah, I, I, it was I, I talked very... about I talk about how my family is no, no, I, no. That story wow. Wow. Can we move on please? Yes, please. Ichigo, how was your week? How was your day? Well, I can guarantee you guys that I have not had any dental work done in this the week of the year of our uh, uh, Kami 2020. Um, I, I've been doing pretty well. I have finished up some commissions that I had for some clients, and I also started working on some new masks for clients because I, I make them quickly, but then I saw right out of them. So this is a print that I really like that I'm working with right now, which is like mythical celestial beasts, which I've never seen before. So I thought it was kind of fun. Um, kind of looks yeah. like uh, espions. Um, it's it's actually like dragons and unicorns and centaurs and stuff. 
Oh, the constellations. Yeah, it's really cool. It's like mythical uh, celestial like bodies and stuff. And I it was like, like a print. One. It's a I print like I've never print. seen before. I mean, if anybody's looking for a mask, hey! But um, yeah, I only do a few here and there because the problem is, as a tailor, I don't want to fall into the pit of making masks pretty much con like all the time. Mm -hmm. um, because unfortunately, if you just do that, you end up in the pit of like, oh, well, I'm just gonna make masks forever now. Um, so I've been working on that. I finished up two projects for myself, which is really cool. Um, in one of them, it is a rainbow lollipop jumpsuit that makes me look like I am a punk clown that's about to drop the hottest clown rap album in the next year. Um, and then the other one, <laughs> I'm not gonna die, I promise. And then um, breathing is important. Yes, um, it is. And then I made like a cute little dress sweater thing so I can feel like I'm like, I'm so cute uh, and adorable and it's purple and it has heart pockets. Um, so then also tonight, um, finally went out and had some sushi at a local place. And, you know, it was kind of what I expected. Unfortunately, um, I'm I'm kind of a little spoiled when it comes to sushi experiences um, because I've been to Japan and done like the Michelin sushi like crazy trip adventure of a lifetime because um, my husband is huge into the eating side of stuff um, and so you know it was nice it was something because we have started to watch uh, Samurai Gourmet if anybody yes! likes uh, that graphic novel. Um, that Netflix sounds like an awesome series. It syndicated is. it so well, and it is so cute because it just shows the protagonist character as this, like, little old man that just wants to be a samurai, and he goes and he eats and he goes on food adventures. Um, so that's been super fun, and we kind of been watching that together, and unfortunately, it does show the great food that, like, I miss from our trip because I... I, I I know that like not everything in Japanese culture is perfect, but the way that they serve even just convenience store food, there's like an art to it where it's just so, like the quality, even if like the meat's not the best quality, even if the ingredients aren't the best quality, the work that they put into it just makes it taste like 20,000 times better than like a chicken wing or a piece of pizza from our 7-Elevens here in the States. They are and, super into presentation. Yeah. And it's just, it's like, it's something I miss and it almost feels like another like form of comfort food to me. It's like a secondary kind of home feel to me. So every now and then I just want to have like, I just want to have good sushi, you know? Or I want to have good ramen that I don't have to make. Like, instant ramen, it's okay. But, like, I would like to not have to cook it, you know? But, yeah, so that's kind of been our weekend day. We got into a new series. We got into some good foods, good eats. And my birthday's coming up this weekend. So I'm pretty excited about um, uh, whatever magical age in chat you guys guess. Uh, guess for me. Uh, how old you think I am or how young you think I am. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Um, but yeah, that's been the weekend day. <laughs> well, I could probably picture you on your birthday sitting there at your throne be like, okay, please, impress me. <laughs> um, my weekend day is it's the same thing. I come home, I buy groceries, I might game for a little bit, and that's it. Um, 
I actually went, actually the most eventful thing more or less for me was going to the doctor. I went to the cardiologist on Saturday, you know, and right now I am doing good. I just find it amusing when that I was on a treadmill. Level three on the treadmill is basically New York City walking level two, so. Hey, I'm walking here. No, the speed. Well, according to Mako-chan, I'm a fast walker. I walk at, to me, that's a normal walking speed. It's the speed of New York City. I was. You walking. also have longer legs than I do. I There are people with, sh- with legs shorter than me that can walk faster than me. Well, yes, but I, not being a walker in the city, try and walk at a city pace with you, who has longer legs than I do. Uh, well, it happens. <laughs> Stay mad. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, I got I got on the treadmill, and it was like, you know, and, I, and I, mind you, I am walking, and, and I have my mask on. They're like, you can take the mask off at any time. And I'm, and I don't, I don't speak for everybody, but it's, I've gotten used to walking around with a mask. Yes, there are times when I put a mask on, I kind of feel myself kind of hyperventilating, but that's my body properly responding to, okay, you got a mask on, you got to readjust your breathing. And I'm just, and it's like my mind knows where I'm going, so it's not that big of a deal. And maybe by 30 seconds later, I'm like, okay, let's get to where we got to get to. So, And that basically has been my weekend day, besides the fact that I, have, I am waiting on a package from FedEx. I ordered another uh, flat sheet to go up here. I want to put a second sheet so I can properly keep all the air conditioning cool air in. Now, mind you, I ordered this sheet about almost two weeks ago. And I'm like, you know what? I ordered it like on a Wednesday. It's supposed to arrive like the following Friday. I'm like, you know what? I don't mind. I can wait. Then I'm I'm following the tracking. It's still in, out on the West Coast. I'm just like, sure. it's gonna, And it says it's going to arrive on Friday. Then I can update that it's delayed and it's going to arrive on Monday. Then it updates saying that it's delayed and you should have it by tomorrow, the, tw- the, the 30th, the absolute latest. And and I went to check the tracking. It still says on the 27th that it's that somebody, a UPS truck, or yes, UPS, is delivering it. I'm just like, well, what happened to today? I, I, I don't get it. And that basically has been it. Um... I've been catching up with my with my YouTube videos, you know, my YouTubers that I follow. Um, trying to think what else. I I haven't gotten back into any anime uh, last couple of days, so but I have my list. So there's, I'm gonna start getting back into it now that some series I was following continue, have newer episodes. I'm definitely going to jump on that. So I can't slow down, Theo. I can't help that. It, it's just. It is what it is. <laughs> um, trying to think. Uh, no, that's it. I can't. There's nothing else really, but you know, that's basically my weekend day. It's just becoming complacent for the most part. So, anywho, we're gonna move right along for housekeeping. Um. I believe the Tuesday after Labor Day, there will be no show because I will be going out of town. And I don't think I am going out of town. Even if I don't, there still will be no show that Tuesday night anyway. So, 
We'll just kick back. Yeah, with the uh, travel ban in place. I don't see it lifting anytime soon. Actually, for New York, there really is no travel ban. It's just that when you are from certain states, you have to quarantine for two weeks. And one of the states I'm going, Uh I was planning on visiting, is on that list. And, I mean, let's be real. If I'm traveling outside of New York and New Jersey, I will shelter in place for two weeks. And I will still go out and get tested as well, so... On top of that, you probably haven't used any vacation time anyway, so you might as well. Um, I don't even... Look, when I got... He's not back to work yet. Exactly. So for him, two weeks of being stuck at home, it doesn't matter. I know, I know. I've been picking on him about it every now and then when we chat. Hell, I'm still kind of slightly annoyed that when I got furloughed, I didn't get my, um... My, 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 my sick days. I mean, when I left Microsoft and jumped over, jumped ship to this, to where I am now, it's like, I got, given I got all my remaining vacation out days, hours, but I got all of my sick days as well. I was like, oh, cool, you know? God. Well, they're not going to do that if they're expecting you back to work. Well. That's still waiting for you when you go back to work. Look, I know people who got, look. There's look, one of my friends. He got laid off. He did not get his his um his his sick hours. He got his vacation hours, but he didn't get his sick hours. Come to find depends out, on how they have it in the books. No, he had separate setting. He had, he well, that's had, what I'm saying. I would get because my vacation and my sick time come out of the same bank. I would just get whatever is in that bank. See, he had two separate banks. That's what it was. And I found yes, out... Yes, the time is usually not considered mm-hmm. time that they have to give you yeah, back. That's what it is, yeah. So. It would have been nice, but, you know, it, it is what it is. All right, so moving right along to uh, Geek Roundtable. This is the part of the show where we show off some of our geeky wares, or we just talk about other stuff outside the podcast briefly, so... Uh, what you got for us this week, Ari? No, I've just been playing a lot of uh, Animal Crossing and uh, Clubhouse Games 51 on my Switch. Mm. Which is a lot of fun, but I've been trying to get into uh, Raychim Mahjong, yeah. but I have very little idea what I'm doing. And and it, it it just gets confusing, and you know, even on like the normal difficulty, it's like, <laughs> that's cute what you're trying to do. Like it's, I mean, like, uh, yeah, and some of the, uh, like, even on, like, some of the, you know, not as, like, there's, you know, lower difficulty, like, even, like, the second and third level difficulties, the computer just straight up, you know, reads your inputs and, you know, that sort of thing. Classic gaming, classic cheating AI stuff. Don't you just hate that? And yet it'll be completely uninspired in other games, like chess or, uh, checkers i'm like this can be really inconsistent (laughs) Uh. but yeah that's all that's what i've been doing gaming wise Mm. and as steel x75 says be thankful it's not snk boss ai oh that's that's just cheap and a half that's just dirty yeah that's i know exactly what that is all right, uh, Mako-chan, what are you showing off with us this week? More Supernatural? Of course. Mm. I-, I have to, you know, show my collection off as I receive it. 
uh, I collect crap, uh, but my favorite thing to collect is actually plushies. So the fact that they have official plushies for at least some of the supernatural characters, I, I had to. I just, I had to. Um, so today's plushie is Castiel, my second favorite angel in the series, uh, because, you know, it's all about Gabriel. But anyway, um, you so yeah. You want to say that a little uh, bit louder? <laughs> hmm? You want to say that a little bit louder? <laughs> what? I said it's all about Gabriel. Shut up. <laughs> and then the fangirls are going probably, to probably come after you. Not as many as you would think. Is that a good thing? I don't know. <laughs> it's it's a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. <laughs> and then column A and column B kind of fight. But, you know, it's all right as long as I can sell tickets. Um, but yeah, anyway, so uh, this is... I, I basically... I have a poster in my living room. My living room is a bunch of... Um, you know, TV poster, TV show posters, movie posters. Um, we're complete nerds, which mm -hmm. is awesome. So I have one poster of uh, Supernatural up that has uh, Dean, Sam, uh, Crowley, and Castiel. So I will be, at some point, I have the Funko Pops to go with that. So those will actually be either above or below that poster. I'm trying to decide if I'm going to put the plushies with that and keep with the theme. I, I haven't decided yet, though. Um, but I do have the Dean plushie coming in. And by the time I'm... Because I won't be on next week. So on the next episode, I'll have that. And that will be my last plush. And then I will go into something else. Probably still Supernatural. Of course. I... I, I we ended up starting our rewatch of the series again shush <laughs> um but this time i have the books to go with it so as we're going through with the rewatch um i will have to pick apart the books and figure out where i want to you know read them in between um as i said i might be a little bit obsessed this has been I, this has been what I've been doing during the whole pandemic. Um, I stuck my mind on one thing, and that one thing was Supernatural, and it's been there since March. Mm. And I'm okay with that. I, I can't... I, 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 I can't... I mean, I'm pretty sure other people have been tired of me talking about Supernatural, but I don't care about you we know you don't care about anybody it makes me happy and that's all that matters okay Mandy <laughs> alright Ichigo what you got for us uh, I did uh, kind of like a Jojo makeup thing today so like crazy eyes Um, and then I guess this shirt I've had forever I don't know if I've worn it on the show before there goes my mic out of my pocket um but yeah it's just a fun shirt that i think i got at the 
last year's Oticon, and it's been well-worn and well-loved, so unfortunately the ink is starting to crack. However, it glows in the dark, and they become little skeleton babies. So it's just a cute little fun little gothic shirt, and it was super cute and makes my heart melt. Does it still glow properly? Yeah, it still glows properly. It's just the um, surface ink. I don't know if it's just the way it was manufactured. This shirt has probably been washed over 50 times, so I wouldn't be surprised if it's just the wear and tear. But, um, yeah, it's a fun shirt. The the art kind of looks like Cloverpuff. I believe that's who the designer is. They do a few different (laughs) designs. And um, this was one of their, I want to say this was one of their 25. It might have been one of their 40. I know their book bags are 40. So I think it must have been one of their $25 shirts. And I picked it up um, because I was by myself that year. And I was like, I would love something to make me happy. And so I picked up the shirt because I'd been eyeing it for a few years. Um, And when I can, I try to support fellow indie designers. So Cloverpuff, definitely check them out. They have a lot of really cute little magical girl stuff. I um, love yeah. their plushies. Um, their I plushies have, are super I've actually cute. had the uh, I've had the red panda plush. Oh uh, yeah, I put that up for one of my things. Um, I was actually going to get the Aurora plush, which is the cat with all the stars and everything, um, but you know, no conventions. Yeah, I mean. They are selling online, and there are quite a few indie designers. If you're not getting to go to conventions, if you're not being, uh, if you're not able to go and support them in person, definitely support them now because the artists that you love are hurting more than ever, especially because they can't have the one-on-one interaction with everyone and the impulse buys. Because we know, I know, I see you, Mama Cat sees you. She knows. <laughs> um, so <laughs> those little keychains, those pins you buy on Sunday because you got some pocket change. I know. Um, so, you know, it's good to go and help them out. Um, I, of Cloverpuff, I've really been looking at their backpacks and their t-shirts. And the biggest reason I haven't bought a lot of plush is because for plushies, they just kind of end up sitting around for me. And they're really cute and they're really nice. But at the same time, like, unless I'm going to like haul out its insides and make it into a bag to go with an alternative fashion coordinate or into a hat or to like carve out a bunch of different like Care Bear innards to make them into some <laughs> Frankenstein jacket. Do not, not give gonna, Michael like, any ideas. I'm what not gonna like <laughs> carve out the stuffing of all your supernatural characters and make them into a shirt or a cape Jesus. of like dreams and nightmares for some. Um, but it's yeah. too small. If I... they were bigger, I would totally carve <laughs> the inside of Castiel's head out and make a bag out of it. There you go. I have some. Um, I have some of those big squishies too. Maybe. Um, I know that we saw pun, but now I have a seal one, and we call it pancake. And it's just yeah. one of those big squishy seals. And I'm gonna take. I'm probably gonna take pun here behind me, a lovely Shiba Inu with a hat on and carve out his stomach and make him into a purse. Um, uh, Because there are a few fabrics out there that have some Shiba Inu prints on them and make a dress to go with it, you know. But yeah, I I like Cloverpuff. So definitely if you like my shirt, go check them out. Yeah, Cloverpuff, the art style is very, very cutesy. Um, Very kind of round and soft and bubbly. So if you like that, and if you like the ghost that Ichigo has on her shirt, um, they have a keychain plush of that ghost. And it's adorable. And yeah, go look up Cloverpuff. 
my mind kind of stopped when Ichigo mentioned Frankensteining a Care Bear. Okay, <laughs> and that's why I said don't give Mako-chan any ideas. I have Care Bears. You I s- could do this. See, hey Rama, hey Rama, uh, uh, what geeky stuff do you have for us today? <laughs> Well, I will say I realized I did start watching rewatching a, an anime, uh, Blend S. Um, I, what's interesting is that I started watching this a couple of years back, and a friend of mine was really telling me how great this series was, and I should watch it. So I started watching it, and then one day I messaged her. I'm like, "Yeah, this anime is really good." User not found, and I'm just like, "What the hell?" So evidently, she blocked me. So I'm just like, "You know what?" I'm not even going to bother with this series. I'm going to go watch other things. Now, I was telling my friend Ari about this. She was like, I cosplay from that series. You should watch it. So I'm like, eventually I will. So I started watching it last night, and it, it's kind of cracked out. It, it kind of reminds me of another anime. I think it's called Working or something like that. Um, I watch. I think, the first season of that. I do need to watch seasons two and three of that, so... I definitely gotta check into that. That's basically that aspect for Geek Roundtable for me. Besides that, and like getting a little bit of gaming here and there, nothing too fancy. I've just been lazy about that. And I'm actually at the point where I think I can un- disconnect one of my external hard drives from my data recovery and start checking the files on the other on the other recovery drive. But um, now we got got that out the way. Um, I just dropped this in at the last second. Because uh, Ari had reminded me of this. I wanted to throw this in there. Um, oh, boy. Hot take. Oh, boy. I, I, okay, I think it was... Ari, you were the one that pointed this out to me, correct? Yep, I was okay. the one that... Like, I saw it on Twitter. It was like rolling by, and I was like... I saw... Oh, Ram fun Oh. Ramma's not going to like this. And I just I posted didn't. it on Facebook. I didn't. And I discussed this with Mako, and she could tell you I was not thrilled about this. <laughs> Basically, if you're a fan of the Fairly Odd Parents, you know Butch Hartman. Well, he is doing um, commissions, $200 for commissions. And, you know, I know people who are very talented who charge just as much, like Kevin Bulk. He, he, he may, he, whatever he charges, you pay because you're getting good quality stuff. So... I, I'm looking at this link. He, someone commissioned him for girl type Ranma, and I'm just staring at it, and I'm just like, no. No. This can't be. It's a... At, people are saying that he literally just copied official fan art, official artwork from the art book or whatever to do this. Now, I believe I have it set up here and and I'm trying to pull it up and there you go. It's not the full image, but I'm going to try to scroll and interact so that y'all can see this because th- 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 there you go. That that's that's really bad. I mean, if you if you image search this, you will find the original artwork. This is heavily based off of. Now there's been discussions that he didn't trace this, and I'll say you know. He didn't trace it, but he sure as hell copied enough from it. I buy fan art from time to time. I have some really great Ronma one half fan art, and it's a, and the thing is, the fan art that I buy and the fan art that I see is 
basically nothing from it's nothing from official the official art book or official artwork. It's a, original stuff, you know. Um, I'm trying to think, is this yeah, like? I'll show this in a second, but I'm following this, and I'm just like, this, this is absolutely, this is, this is, this is not, this is bad. This is absolutely ridiculous. I'm like, you paid two hundred dollars for that. I would have personally, I would have dropped fifty bucks and called it a day. That, that's it. That's that, that's how much I would have paid. They paid two hundred dollars for his name. Yeah, His name much. is that... just like every other brand out there. He is a brand. That is why it was two hundred dollars. For two hundred dollars, I could get a, you know, a, a, an entire comic page, of possibly higher quality artwork. And I gotta and say, and even from mm-hmm. known pornomancers. Yep. So it looks there's flat, that. It looks flatter than Akane's chest is uh, illustrated in the anime. Okay, oh, and that's coming from an Akane oh, cosplayer. Oh, All right. Um, I yeah, I would have to say it does look vectored, ninety nine percent. Um, because the shape is just, it's just, it's it's just. I well, some, yeah, somebody, somebody else drew, drew a fan art up. A fan of Somebody one person went... was requesting in Butch Hartman style. We're like, mm-hmm. hope this helps. Yeah, <laughs> I see. Me, um, I actually found a link to the direct post, so I'm gonna post that in chat for, for our yeah. lovely. The, the, the thing lovely is, sisters. is that somebody actually went through and did a tracing of the fan art and put it over mm-hmm. the actual art book art, and you can see that it's not traced. The lines are different enough that you. He did draw it himself. It's a crappy rendition. It's definitely not worth $200, but again, that's his name. Mm-hmm. My thing is, two is the person right hands. It's not <laughs> two right hands. Look at the original art. His style just sucks. Yes. And, then, and then you find out, as you go through this thread, he, he was... this. His art style, what you see is his uh, art style, because people complaining that it's not the art style from Fairly Odd Parents. Somebody else created the characters, and he just went along copying the character's style. So, yeah. so I'm going to say right now, his style doesn't do any compliments, right. okay? Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's what it is, is his style doesn't do any compliments. And there's a difference between storyboard artists and animators and then animators who work mm-hmm. as producers which is what a lot of freelance animators have to do which is why you see a lot of people who've worked for marvel or worked for disney but they can't sell the work that they did because it's not their own ownership um i personally i wouldn't have paid two hundred dollars i wouldn't have paid a dollar for this this looks like a sketch that i might have done in high school and and for someone who has studied art even if it's their own definite style it it from all the vector artists that I've seen blasted and canceled and all that other stuff, mm-hmm. and I know cancel culture is like a whole big thing, but like from that, I, from the art I know of Ronma one half, it it looks vectored. It yeah. heavily looks vectored, and a lot of that is just because the pinky is the same. Like it looks like a thumb because everybody's joking it's two right hands. So the pinky looks the same, and it may not have been maybe 
exactly vectored, but a lot of talented artists, a lot of a lot of people who have done basically not tracing, but replicating characters for a living, mm-hmm. know what to change to make things look their own yeah, or know but, what but to I, change you know, to I make told, it look I, exact. I, you know, I totally get that, but it shouldn't be that blatant. Now, they say since imitation is the sincerest form of flattery or something like that. I was looking around and I saw two people who actually did um, Ron, girl type Ronma in the fan art style of his fan art style. That's what I was saying. Yeah. They did and, it better and, and than him. And so, yeah, and it's a lot better. And I'm just like, can't, I can't believe this. Like this one but here. That, but that's not his style, though. But it's a lot. What I'm saying, they're doing I don't know. It, the one that you have up right now kind of looks really shitty to me. Look, I, I will say, I admit, it, it, it kind of does. I, I have to admit, I that wouldn't it does. pay $200 for that either. <laughs> now, now, let, 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 let me, um, I'm going to flip this to another, um, link. Now, this is the one that I shared on, tw- that I shared on Twitter because I thought it was good. This is a, I thought this, this version was so much better. Okay. That one I like. That one I do like, yes. and it is yeah, that's the one closer I was to about. the character style mm-hmm. that yes. comes from the shows that mm-hmm. he works on. That I thought um, was great. Yeah, I, I still wouldn't pay $200 for that, but that's not my... Like, if I'm going to go for an artist that I know that I want to have a commission done, um, like, if, if say, I was able to commission Amino for $200, and he gave me some sort of crap like that first one, I would probably treasure the crap out of it, even though it was a crap art, you know, a crap style Mm -hmm. and a crap picture, and it cost me $200, but I have a personalized Amino drawing. Right. I don't none, know if none of the comments have been from the person that actually commissioned. Nope. The person this. who commissioned it has not said anything. And I'm sure that there's a lot of reasons why. I mean, haters gonna hate. I understand that like I'm coming from the point of like someone who I, I'm not a big fan of his art style in general. Like I liked it back in the nineties, but it isn't a style that I've fanned over very frequently. And unfortunately to me, just to the way that I, I grew up doing a lot of applied art that it just, to me, it just, it it looks too much like the original piece. There's a lot of lines that are very similar that to me just scream of maybe not exact copying, but pretty darn close. Um, and even just changing small pieces of an item are still copying the item. They're still basically right. tracing. So it, I don't know. It, I, I appreciate it. And I think that the person who ordered the commission is probably in love with it, loves it to death. Yeah, and it's going to be a little yeah. sad from seeing all the hate on it, but still appreciates it, you know? Now, um, now so this, now this is what I got from Castle Point like five, six, seven years ago. That looks nice. Yes. I like this so much. I actually went out and got, I got a frame for it immediately. Most of the times I buy fan art, it just sits there until I get around to getting a frame. I actually, I actively went out seeking a, a decent frame for this. And this is the original artist. This is their style. And, you know, and, and I like it, you know. And there's another artist. I think her name is Ghost. She runs on Ghostfire. She, she used to make these cool pins. 
and and I bought a lot of her pins. I like her art style on that. So yeah. And and Ranma, I don't know where you've been sharing the links, but I haven't been getting them on Skype or seeing them in the chat. No, so... I, I, haven't, I haven't linked them in the chat. The links I've oh, okay. been pulling up. I've been posting directly on, on the Twitch on the Twitch on our, on our feed. So you know. Oh, okay. okay. Um, do you, you can yeah like I, let me go back and link the um, I'll link the one that that we all basically are all in agreement that we like by MD official. I even said, I even tweeted to the artist, like, this was good. I liked it, you know. And those two people, that the artwork that you saw, they actually went out and redid it for the person that commissioned Butch Hartman. I mean, you know it's bad when two people volunteer to redo the artwork you commissioned. <laughs> but that's just it. Until we actually hear from the person that commissioned the art, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, as we long can as the chat person it out that actually paid out. that two hundred dollars likes mm -hmm. it, mm -hmm. our opinion is crap. Yep, I definitely agree. True, I, I, and I get that, you know, and I totally get that. But I, you know, honest, it, that person can cherish it forever. I just look at it this way: if I'm commissioning someone like Butch Hartman or whoever, I expect something a little bit more original. But then again, he probably he probably doesn't do anime commissions, so he probably had to pull up something to base it off of. So you know, which I understand. Well, also with art styles, like you were saying, is like not everybody draws anime, and not everybody does hyper realism, and not everybody does a hyper stylized mm -hmm. style. Which I know that Butch is kind of known for. I mean, with like Dexter's Lab and and a, a bunch of the other work that he's done. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it I that to me is pinnacle work by him. So when you see something like this, which is kind of straight out of left field, it could be that he is handling a media that he's not at all comfortable with. And a lot of that, you know, there's a lot of different aspects that can play into that. So Yeah, I mean there there's gotta be an artist that everybody would go, you know what, if I had two hundred dollars and they drew me a stick figure, I'd be okay. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, not that it would be an amazing thing. I mean, still, it would be an amazing thing. Um, but, you know, there are people that aren't known for art that if they drew something like that, I would probably drop $200 on. Um, hi, Kevin Smith. <laughs> I would drop $200 on, you know, something that he pulled out of his ass, drawing-wise, not actually out of his ass. Um that's a little creepy but I mean there there are some people in that type of media that I would pay $200 even if it was crappy well just because it was from them uh, and that's that's the whole market of like sketchbooks or like art books what we call art books which are actually a collection of the building blocks for a lot of artists to many of those and to many other artists you know we end up as artists creating thousands upon hundreds of thousands upon millions of sketches maybe more than millions of sketches in our lifetimes even doodles in the you know the the edges of pages in textbooks and once you start to collect that some of that to a lot of people could be seen as trash but a lot of that is building blocks artists take building blocks and have to build from something 
and you get a lot of trash. You get a lot of trash, which is why a lot of people get discouraged when they start as art, because art is hard. People think it's a super easy thing to get into, but it's very I difficult. Know, yeah. I, um, that's, I mean, know? yeah. Like, I know a friend of mine, she she likes doing art, but she's like, it's hard. And I'm like, well, you, it gets easier when you keep practicing. And I said, and she, yeah, and, we pretty were talk, much. and we were talking, and she shared a, 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 a gift of Pusheen. I'm like, draw Pusheen, start with that. And just build up, start with simple stuff, you know. But anywho, I think we... <laughs> drag this far along so we're going to quickly get through tonight's topics so that nobody is here too too late so you know and even though uh what we talked about with butch hartman is not on the rundown it will be updated and listed so yeah nothing to worry about in regards to that so we're going to go ahead and talk about um the first topic sonic 2 which is mako-chan's fandom it is all yours my friend yeah so uh over the uh, last week, um, I'm guessing because of, you know, the big convention that happened, mm-hmm. um, which actually didn't do very well from what I'm hearing. Um, I guess you can't really take San Diego Comic-Con and turn it into an online event. It just loses something. Uh, but anyway, so announced uh, in the last couple of days is that um, while we knew that there was going to be a Sonic the Hedgehog 2 film coming out, they did announce that the film should be out, and I say should because obviously there are still things happening, um, but this movie should be out April 8th of 2022, mm-hmm. and I'm really, really excited because Tails is in it. That's why I wanted you. That's why I kept pestering you. Did you see the movie yet? Did you see? Because I wanted you to see the very ending. Because I know you would have squealed over that. Well, I didn't have to watch them. I I spoil myself for movies like this, so I knew right away because hi, I spoil myself. <laughs> um, that Tails makes the cameo at the end of uh the credits, and seriously, people, if you aren't watching the credits to see, you know, because most movies now have those ending, you know, little spoiler tidbits. Stingers. What yeah. a twist! Thank you, MCU. <laughs> um, I'm also kind of excited because um, normally Jim Carrey doesn't do sequels. Um, the only reason why he did an Ace Ventura sequel is because it was already in his contract. Mm-hmm. Um, he went back and did Dumb and Dumber Um I really don't know why. I I, mm-hmm. I I think it was more, you know, just because people. Wanted I thought it, it was worked done. out because him and and his his cohort kind of wanted to come back and reprise the characters because they loved working together so much. Yeah. Or at least like that was one side of the coin. Yeah, I just I know that Jim Carrey, you know, he basically he doesn't do um, sequels, which is why there was not a Mask Two, um, or I should say, why he was not in Mask Two. Uh, they had already planned the sequel and he said, no, I don't do sequels. Um, So the fact that he's actually coming back as Robotnik in this and enjoyed the character enough to come back and do a sequel, that also is kind of cool to me. Um, But Tails, I'm I'm really hoping that they bring in the other characters too. Um, Just because while, you know, Tails is uh, my favorite from the Sonic series, I do enjoy Knuckles. Mm -hmm. I doubt Shadow would be in here. I really hope Amy's not in here. 
Um, but yeah, Tails. Well, I will say, yes, Amy is a part of the video game storyline, per se. She had a bigger hand in the anime um, universe, so I don't really see well, them. Yeah. Amy, Amy ended up in the anime universe because you know, God forbid the main character not have a love interest in Japanese media. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that's really the only reason why Amy was as front and center as she was. Well, here's the, um, here's the interesting hmm. thing. Amy's first appearance was in Sonic CD. When they were, when they were working on Sonic CD, she was supposed to be Sonic's sister. She was codenamed Sister so Sister Sonic throughout the development of the game, so they decided to make her a love interest. Yeah, well, they should have stuck to the comics and the you know Saturday morning cartoon, and just brought Sally in. Well, that's that's Archie. That's that storyline. You know, I don't care. Sally was awesome. She, she was. She, you know, yeah, she actually. But it wouldn't it wouldn't have worked well in the gaming universe aspect. Shush. <sighs> Amy is a whiny pain in the butt, and Sally is a kick-ass princess, and they mm -hmm. should have just brought Sally in. <sighs> Sally did not put up with Sonic's crap. And Amy allows Sonic to walk all over her. She's also a clingy bitch, but, you know. Wow. I don't like Amy. I, 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 I prefer <laughs> Sally, too, but it, a lot of it is the same thing. Is like, she was someone who could save herself, but she was very, like, smart and clever and able to handle a lot of things. Whereas, like, Amy is kind of that pinnacle, like, oh, I'm a female pink character, and I need to be in love with this character and Sundere about everything. And Amy it's like, is Sakura. Mm. Amy Wait, is Sakura no, from Naruto. No, no, she is not, because first and foremost, Sakura is useless as tits on a pole. So is Amy. Uh, Amy is oh, absolutely useless. useless. Oh, she doesn't even do the same... You know, jumping and spinning attacks. She just swings a hammer around, and even then, you have to. The games I played are in like the the advanced. When you had Sonic Advance, you have to actually, you know, hit another button to swing the hammer. It just the uh, muscle memory just completely completely screws you up. Mm. All right. I mean, she was a, she was a massive troll in a Sonic Adventure Two uh, VS because uh, she didn't just like she didn't freeze the opponent's uh, motions on screen should just disable their input, which will allow you to, which would allow your uh, opponent to just walk off into a cliff, and you have no control over it. And as TheoX75 says in our chat room at twitch.tv slash anime jam session, yeah, Amy is overrated. Fact. Alright, now that we've uh, beaten that with Amy's hammer into the ground like a, like the dead horse that it is. What We're gonna move on that to yes. A, something a little something spooky um for those who love the smell of fall leaves sweaters and pumpkin spice um welcome all you basic white chicks um <laughs> Junji Ito confirms Hideo Kojima has talked with him about working on possible horror game project horror manga creator Junji Ito 
my fandom, stated during the Viz A Haunting Conversation with Junji Ito panel at Comic-Con at Home digital event on Friday, the game director Hideo Kojima has asked him to help work on a horror game project. Ito stressed that currently he's not working on any video game products, projects and nothing has yet to come of Kojima's talks with him. When asked, are you involved with some game development at the moment, Ito's full answer stated through a translator was, the simple answer is no. However, I do know director Kojima and I have been in conversations that he might have a horror-based game that he might be doing. So he has invited me to work on that, but there's no details on it yet. Before Death Stranding and Hideo Kojima's departure from Konami, Konami was planning on a Silent Hill game in 2014 with Kojima as the game director, and Norman Reedus playing the main character. Director Guillermo del Toro and manga creator Junji Ito were also involved with part of that project. Konami then confirmed on April 2015 that it had canceled the project, and Kojima and 7780's studio had released PT, or Playable Teaser Demo, that had revealed the game in August 2014. Ito is the model for the character engineer in Death Stranding. Kojima stated in September 2019 that he was preparing for his next project. Reedus then stated in March that he's in talks to do other stuff with Kojima after the success of Death Stranding. Um, and also for other future Junji Ito stuff, I know that Uzumaki was put on hold until 2021. So if you're looking for more Junji Ito spooky goodness, unfortunately we will have to wait a little while. But if you are a true fan, you know that his work is worth wait um yeah so that's what's going on with jinji ito and uh i know that he has actually also released some alternative fashion pieces as well um and you can look them up i know that they're in pre-order now but if you look up a lot of jinji ito fashion stuff you can probably find it now two things i saw something along our crawl in regards to uzumaki i don't remember what it was it might come across again uh number two when um, PT Silent Hills PT, when it was delisted from the PlayStation Store, there were people selling their PlayStation consoles. So be, because of that, meaning there were people who wanted to play it, accidentally deleted it from the from their system and could not get it back. So people were buying systems with it on there. Now it's a given. If something is delisted, it's gone. And in Apple's case. If they delist something, even if you rent, even if you bought it or whatever, they pull it from your collection as well. Not Microsoft. There are tons of games that are delisted that is still there. And if you happen to delete it from your system, you can still go back and re-add it to your system, which I am appreciative of that. Love the archival aspect of things. Uh, moving right along, we have some more stories about uh, Hideo Kojima. Ari, what's Kojima up to in, in, uh, at this film festival? Uh, he has joined the F Venice International Film Festival's virtual reality jury. Uh, the organization, the organizers of the 77 Venice International Film Festival announced on Sunday that game developer Hideo Kojima will be one of three members of the festival's international jury for the Venice VR section. The sectional judge works <clears throat> to avoid the festival's grand jury prize for best VR immersive work, the, to award, not avoid, I don't know what the hell that was, uh, best VR immersive user experience and best M VR immersive stories. 
Kojima designed and wrote Metal Gear in 1987. The game helped establish a stealth game genre launch in Metal Gear series. He left in 2015, and his Kojima production studio became independent with his departure. Uh, his Death Stranding game, the first comp- the company's first independent title, shipped for the PS4 on November 8th. 505 Games published the PC's version on July 14th. The game's two-part novelization debuted on November 28th, as a, and a Steelbook version shipped on February 28th. <clears throat> The game won Outstanding Achievement in Audio Design and Technical Advanced Awards at the 23rd Annual DICE Awards on February 13th. I'm looking at the picture of Kojima. He looks like he is about to push his glasses up and the lenses are going to like flip to bright white and you're like, you are so fucked at that point, you know? Yeah, he'll just do it like this. Yep. And I think you can actually buy those glasses too. I kind of want a pair. I actually thought yeah. about that myself. Or just, you know, just you know, put little white cutouts over the uh, lenses. I have a collection of Professor Tomoe's in this space, guys. Help me in chat. Help. Help. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of a conversation I was having with a friend of mine earlier today. But anywho, um, looks like we're having a, an Attack on Titan collab, which is pretty cool. What's even cooler is that it's with Sake. I mean, after killing those Titans, I know you'd want to knock one back, too. So what they're doing is they're collaborating with Oita-based uh, sake brewery known as Omatsu Brewing. They're going to release two types of shochu liquor, Enma Red and Enma Black. That's pretty cool. The collaboration stems from the creator's connection to the Oita Prefecture because that's where his hometown is. That's even better. The Enma Red Bottle uses the illustration from the manga's first volume cover for the packaging, and the Enma Black uses the fourth volume cover. So uh, I will put, I'll show you all that in the chat real quick. I mean, in, in, in the stream real quick. Now, the liquor will go on sale through the Lycoming Sake store chain in Japan starting on August 1st. They can be pre-ordered through the company's website. Each bottle costs about 1,760 yen, or basically $16. Not bad. Hope the liquor's good. Why wouldn't it be? Oida is actually one of the prefectures known for their sake, so it'll be good. And there's a picture, oh, cool. and there's a picture of the sake there, so and the labels, which is really nice. Why do they look like aftershave bottles? Is it me? No, I think you're kind of right about that, because when you said sake, I wasn't expecting it to show up in the, in the packaging like that. I wasn't. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it's not just me. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, a lot of Japanese uh, packaging is either um, super, like, stylized, but it also is confusing, because a lot of times when you're in the store, you're like, is this edible, or is this something I'm supposed to put on my body? <laughs> so you have to compare it to the stuff around it. Um, but Oida is, is well-known for their historic sake, um, so this is going to be a really great... Um, Now, moving on to sadder things. Uh, I, I'm really sad by this because I never got a chance to check this place out, but let's be real. I don't even have that type of money to travel to Japan for. But, I know, you know, I know. It's so, so sad. Yeah. It's really, really sad. Um, I, I really wish we had hit it up when we were there last time, but 
you know, kick one back, chat. Uh, press F in chat for the Sailor Moon Cafe, guys. Have a moment of silence or a sip of sake or your choice of hydrating beverage because moon prism power was ineffective against the coronavirus as Tokyo permanent Sailor Moon restaurant closes. Shining Moon Tokyo. Shining Moon Tokyo was supposed to last forever, but like the Silver Millennium Moon Kingdom, it is now a thing of the past. It was with great fanfare that Shining Moon Tokyo opened last summer. While it may not have been the first Sailor Moon-themed restaurant, Shining Moon was special. It wasn't a limited-time pop-up cafe, but a permanent restaurant, and what really made it a must-visit was that Shining Moon Tokyo hosted a live stage performances starring Sailor Moon, her senshi pals, and Tuxedo Mask every single day. Factor in a location in Tokyo's Azabu Juban neighborhood, which is part of the city where Sailor Moon protagonist Usagi lives, and fans weren't just coming for a meal and a show, but a lifelong memory. Unfortunately, though, while the Sailor Senshi have defeated countless monstrous opponents over the years in their mission to protect humanity, Shining Moon Tokyo has reached the difficult conclusion that it's unable to protect customers from the coronavirus, and so the restaurant has announced that it is permanently closing. Shining Moon Tokyo's end comes not with a bang, but with a quiet fade out. Like the moon softly disappearing into the light of the morning sky, the restaurant stopped serving customers in April, and it was initially meant to be a temporary suspension of business operations in response to the emergency declaration. But as the pandemic stretched on, Shining Moon Tokyo has remained shut down, and the restaurant has now released a statement informing fans that, though the state of emergency has been lifted after much discussion and thorough consideration, we have come to the conclusion that it would be difficult to take sufficient measures to protect the spread of coronavirus in the environment of the restaurant. And so we have decided to permanently close it's worth noting that in Japanese, difficult is often used as a euphemism for impossible, or at least impractical enough that it can't be done, which makes sense considering the sort of experience Shining Moon sought to provide, a relatively small venue, if anyone has experienced any venues like restaurants, even pop-ups, or even permanent ones in Tokyo, real estate is an extreme situation. Um, sometimes even more extreme than New York. And I know Ranma knows that. Um, mm -hmm. You know, uh, capsule hotels and everything. Uh, so, yeah, unfortunately, they've had to close. And part of that, too, is that the experience they were looking to give attendees were that of interacting with the characters. And like Disney and other uh, kind of corporate fairs and parks like that where you have interactions that are close with people, even maid cafes and things like that, it's really hard to monitor sanitation, especially with such thorough requirements, especially with the asymptomaticness of a lot of people. Yeah. So it's really sad to see that this has gone, um, but hopefully maybe in the future we can see it reborn as the new millennium, and maybe we can see some Chibi Moon and her friends in the future. That's um, really kind of sad, though. I know. So. It's like, an interesting tip, like you said, about restaurants in New York and so forth. There is there was a chain of steakhouses called Ikinari Steak that is based right off of the original Japanese steakhouse chain. It's the same company. They open up locations here. They sent an email out I think last month that that the, they have to close all the locations, and it's really sad. And there was a lo there was a location not too far from my job, and I've been there a couple of times, and I think it's really good. The, now the issue is you're probably thinking why do they have to close? You got to understand, even when businesses are closed. 
these places have to still have to pay the rent on these locations mm -hmm. until they're able to negotiate something. And that's basically what happened. Like, in Japan, like, like, yeah, in the States, we had some of that moratorium yes. on eviction notices and rental yeah, agreements. That, now, that, no, 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 that, that was, just turns out that people, wait, that the that, landlords are just, wait, 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 you know, wait, filing wait, those, I was gonna say, though, filling them out and just waiting for the day when they would stop. Basically, so they yeah, they're waiting for the day to once. do it because they're not, it's not a, a moratorium on rent. They're still expecting the full yeah. rents to be paid well, to them. But, but one thing, though, the moratorium yeah. is, uh, is not on a business level. It's just for normal people like us oh it's not even no, okay okay no, see i no, yeah okay no, but um because i was yeah. gonna get to that because there was an article that popped up about two months ago might have been three months ago um renters like the mortgage they were coming after the cheesecake factory cheesecake factory said look when we get some money y'all will get, You'll some, get money. some money <laughs> until then it is what it is Okay, I'm okay. sure that that's why that big old scam for places like Shake Shack and stuff happened because the businesses weren't being covered, so they were applying for the loans yeah, and mean, then getting the loans for meant for small businesses. See, so that I makes would, a lot more sense. I honestly assume Shake Shack was a small business. I did not realize how many locations that they had where it wasn't. You know, I can see Five Guys doing it because most of the places are franchised. That yeah. I can see happening, but you know, but they gave the money back, but it's like too little, too late. You got. You hand got caught in the cookie jar. <laughs> Naughty. <laughs> uh, no more cookies for you. <laughs> but. Now, and I, and I look at it this way. If it was up to Mako-chan, she'd pilot her, her, her Gundam Mecca and basically step her foot on those businesses for pulling something like that. Pretty much. See? And speaking of Gundams, we're back in your fandom again. Oh, are we? Yay. Mm -hmm. Um... <laughs> Um, so, yeah, they are selling a limited edition Gundam model, and it's 100% made out of Gundarium. I, I actually read that. I'm just like, wait, Gundarium? I actually stopped, had my coffee, let it kick in, and I went back to the article. I'm like, nope, I wasn't tripping when I saw that. <laughs> yeah, basically... Um, they composed it. It's called Luna Titanium Alloy. That's what's known in universe, right? Mm -hmm. No, that's in our universe. Yeah. Um, it was actually refined on the surface of the moon. So it technically is. Um, so anyway, so they figured out how to basically recreate uh, making it. And it has actually been renamed as uh, Gundarium, which, not for nothing, yay! That was, you know, more than the actual Gundam gunpla itself. Just the fact that they renamed it. They renamed a frickin' element, a metal, into, you know, to memorialize Gundam. I, I that I found just they also found another use for all that moon dirt they've been collecting for decades yeah so um so yes uh last year was the 40th anniversary of uh the mobile suit Gundam anime 2020 is the 40th anniversary of Gunpla which is the Gundam plastic model kits so you know to commemorate that 
Bandai released um, the RX-782 Gundam made completely out of Gundarium. Um, so this is, you know, obviously from one of the original series. Um, so it is very, very recognizable. It was originally from the series in 1979. So, you know, it is put together exactly like all of the other model kits. It's just completely made out of metal. Everything is packaged in foam, already, you know, disconnected for you. So all you have to do is pull it out of the foam pieces and then put it together. This is an absolutely gorgeous model for those that actually do model kits and everything. It's oh, $2,000, <laughs> but it's an absolutely gorgeous model for those understand. that actually do Gundam models. It's coated in Gundarium. Of course it's going to be expensive. Well, yeah, it's just the whole thing is this nice you know not even like a shiny metal i mean obviously it is still shiny but it's it's nice and brushed metal um i really really want it obviously i'm not dropping two thousand dollars on it um but this makes me want my metal wing zero even more when you drop <laughs> two grand on that gun on that gundam that's when I will drop the three grand. That's no. I, that's when I'll drop like the nine hundred dollars on my idle rem figurine. Okay, when you do that, I'm gonna do this. Okay, then I know. Yeah, I, I gotta do this. Meanwhile, if I if I had two thousand dollars to drop on anything, I would go on vacation. Well, there you go. Meanwhile, Marvel's like, why don't we think of that with vibranium? <laughs> Anywho, we're at the part of the show where, you know, that, that y'all really stick around for. Our reacts to Meanwhile in Japan. Um, not I, it. I'll take the last one, I guess. Did you just say not it? I did. That means you three get to do it. Oh, you're right. I guess I'll bitch. take the first one. <laughs> oh, Ari, which one are you taking? The last one. Fuck, I want to <laughs> no, I'm you like, argue, you lose. Yeah, I'm like, well, she called not it. Let me. Damn it! All right, so I have the second one. Yeah. Well, I mean, we kind of know that even though I'm not the idol fan, I tend to be one of the idol types, uh, and so this article is going to be uh, an interesting story. Man arrested for spreading false rumors on Twitter about five Japanese idol singers for revenge. I wanted to damage their public images, he says, of a mis misguided quest for justice for another member of the group. As you know in Japan, being an idol singer means being judged as much for your appearance as projected personality as your singing and dancing talent. And so anyone stepping into the industry will definitely benefit from having not only a pretty face, but also a thick skin. 
When people make disrespectful comments about a particular performer, often her only course of action is to stay strong and not let it affect her. But this week, one disgruntled Idol fan's online hatred has landed him in trouble with the law. Officers from Tokyo's Metropolitan Police Department have arrested Akihiro Kaku, a 50-year-old resident of the Nishi Ochiai neighborhood of the city Shinjuku Ward, and the arrest comes as a result of comments Kaku posted on Twitter in May of 2019. Among the comments Kaku made via the social network was one in relation to Marina Nishigata, a member of Nigata Prefecture's Airo Unit NGT-48, and uh, he stated, using stimulants has ruined her thought process and sense of humanity, so no matter what you say to her, it's pointless. With the term he used for stimulants, kakusezai, generally being used in Japan to refer to methamphetamines. Other comments Kaku posted insinuated that the fellow members of NGT48, Minami Kato, Yuka Ogino, and Ayaka Tano, and Eno Yamada were also users of illegal drugs. After becoming aware of the posts, NGT48's management company requested assistance in determining the identity of the person who had sent the tweets, with the ensuing investigation leading to Kaku, who was arrested on July 21st, with charges of libel. Kaku has admitted to the charges, saying, I suspected the five of them were involved in the assault of another NGT48 member, and I didn't trust them. My age was to damage their public images. While not mentioning them by name, Kaku has no doubt referred to uh, Maho Yamaguchi, who was attacked by two men at the entrance of her home on December 8th, 2018. After being asked by NGT48's management company to wait to go public with the incident, Yamaguchi broke her silence one month later. Following her announcement, there was speculation among fans that other members of the group had leaked Yamaguchi's home address and or scheduled for her attackers, and Kaku apparently believed that the live, the five women he accused of the drug use in his tweets were responsible, despite internal and police investigations determining that no, none of the members of NGT48 had anything to do with the criminal culpability. That's- uh, yeah, deplorable as his actions and motivations were, uh, it may find uh, it surprising to you that you can get arrested in Japan for Twitter accusations such as celebrities using drugs. However, the Japanese entertainment industry routinely takes extremely strict anti-drug stances, with studios and music companies quickly cutting ties with even A-list talent if they're found to have been in possession of illegal substances, often also purging the performer's complete works from circulation. Uh, As a result of the accusation of drug use, he had potentially severely damaged the careers and livelihoods of the idols he was trying to spread the rumors about. And uh, hard as it is to believe at times, there's actually a limit to what idol fans are allowed to get away with saying. And uh, again, Japan is like super strict when it comes to over-the-counter medicines and things like that, which is why a lot of people who are traveling from the States and stuff have to be very stringent on things like uh, cold medicines, pseudoephedrines, and things like that, because they do not allow, like, they only allow, like, a month's worth of stuff, or a vacation's worth of stuff. They're very strict. Um, not, I don't think, not as quite as strict as Korea, but I know in Japan they can be very, very strict when it comes to over-the-counter drugs. No, I believe that. This one's a little is a little interesting. A 45-year-old man was arrested for writing "you poop" on a public toilet. 
toilet seat. Oh boy. Oh god, this 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 is this is this is just terrible. Just terrible. Anywho, it seems that it was a 45-year-old construction worker who was arrested on vandalism charges. According to the report, between 4.20 and 4.40 p.m. on April 17th, the suspect had scrolled kanji on the seat of a public toilet in Nishinomiya, Osaka. He scrolled Uncle Poon, which translates to along the lines of Pew Pop, which describes a smelly bowel movement. Why would you... And then the person also did a crude drawing of poo. The great and mighty Pooh would, would not approve of this. <laughs> would not. You don't say. I do say. Great, now, I'm going to have that song stick in my head. Thank you. You're welcome. It seems, according to the reports, that the person that was caught doing this had admitted to the charges when they showed security camera footage of him doing it. Well, at least he wrote it in pen. Yeah. That's just... Let's just I really do have that song stuck in my head. I really <laughs> freaking hate you right now. Well, it's your You'd want to put this article here. Just because I put an article on there to be read does not mean that you need to mention songs from video games that are now stuck in my head. I mean, it is the number two thing to do. Speaking of the types of humor that should be left in the 90s, um, <laughs> so Ari, how about them, uh, those uh, fax machines there? So a university staff member got caught printing out large letter-sized porn collection on his office computer. So, on June 11th, on, yeah, June 11th, the Administrative Department of the University of Kitakyushu, a manager in his 60s, was using an office computer when he happened upon a site that featured adult content. And for the following week, he would seek him return to his erotic sites periodically for a total of five cumulative hours. Each time, he would search his favorite images and then download them onto A4 sheets of paper, which is eight and a quarter by 11.75 inches. By June 17th, he had collected 73 pages of porn and kept them in an envelope on a shelf under his desk. It was then that a colleague came across the illicit envelope and reported to the superior. He even admitted the wrongdoing, telling the university, I printed them because I wanted to retain the deliverables. It would appear that the university took mercy on the manager's horniness, however, and let him off with a warning. It, <laughs> instead, the university vowed to take measures to prevent staff from getting accidentally enchanted by erotic images on the job, such as installing software blocks in certain websites. And let's take a look at the comments. He doesn't have a computer at home? You see, he said it was an impulse, but it took him five hours to print out 73 pictures? He was definitely going to get caught, kind of respecting him for the five hours of viewing, but why did he make printouts? 
there was a guy in Kobe who logged like twelve thousand, like twelve hundred twenty hours on adult sites over two years, which we covered. Yeah. Like, the general consensus is, why did he print him out? You didn't have to do this and get caught. And porn and print media are kind of going their separate ways, you know. I mean, he could have seen. Well, himself. maybe he was traveling and would not have internet access. Where would he be? Uh, never mind. I don't think I want to know. There are some questions that need not to be asked. And how many times did he look at those pictures when they were printed out? Well, maybe he wanted something a little less inconspicuous when going to the bathroom. Yes, a letter-sized, poster-sized picture of Just porn. imagine a big manila well, folder Well, that you can fold and put in your pocket. I mean, you could, but it's specifically but it said that he kept it in a manila envelope in his desk. Well, it's going to take away from things being printed out on a printer <laughs> from work. It's not like they have photo quality ink and crap. No, um, and, and, and um, a little tidbit extra for those of our listeners. It, most of them were in black and white. You gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> and I guess he's doing himself, but... Uh, you, you gotta do what you gotta do, but it is best to keep business and uh, fun times, uh, kids and adults and consenting people, uh, separate and away um, from places of business that do not deal with those specific subjects. I got nothing. Yeah, I've I've had it with this. <laughs> Shall we just end the show? Yes, please. Yeah. Well, now that we're ending the show, I just want you to know, if you like the show, tell a friend. They in turn will tell another friend, and so on and so forth. We're independent bloggers, we're independent podcasters, so what we talk about, what we like and don't like, we're telling you straight up. So, we hope you appreciate it. And if you have any questions about the show and how we could, and any ideas or suggestions, you can drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that is podcast at animejamsession.com. We're here to believe you. Check out our website at animejamsession.com where you will find our weekly podcast, anime reviews, convention reports, cosplayer tips and tricks, cosplayer interviews, links to our convention videos, links to our cosplay convention photography, editorials, so much more at AnimeJamSession.com. And don't forget, you can take the podcast on the go with you. You can find us on Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, you name it. Just search Anime Jam Session, you'll find over 460 of our episodes. You can listen to this most recent one, or you're going to go back and just hear how cringy and how bad it was in episode one, and how we kind of got to mediocre status here. <laughs> and don't forget, we are on social media. You can find us on YouTube, where all of our convention videos can be found. You can follow us on Twitter, where we'll let you know when updates are happening on our various social media pages, our website, and when we're going live. And if you follow us on Facebook, you'll find our convention photos. And you might find some cool con videos in here somewhere in there. 
So now we're going to go around the room. Last words, Ari. I just want to go to bed. I'm just tired from today. Done. Last words, Mako-chan. I am trying to figure out if I want Peach Cobbler. You want Peach Cobbler. Last words, Ichigo. Well, I'm going to go peel off my face and go to sleep now. Bye! My last words, I'm going to relax, watch more Blend S, and get some ice cream. That is it. Ooh, ice the, cream. Yeah. Peach Cobbler and ice cream. There you go. Anywho, that is it. End of list. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode of Anime Jam Session, episode 462. So, I am Ranma. I am Ari. I am Mako-chan. And I'm Ichigo Gami. Great fight, great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Night. Bye. Alright. Say good night, Mako-chan. Good night, Mako-chan. Now she's gonna run off and get her ice her, her uh pie and ice cream now, so It's not pie, it's cobbler. I meant cobbler. Alright, that's it. We're getting out of here. See you guys next week. Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on the show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it! For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!